0: Welcome back to uh, Digital Twin Podcast. Uh, here's uh, Omar and Hari. Welcome, Omar.
1: We- Good to be back. Good to be back.
0: We got some uh, interesting topics today. I mean, as we talked in the previous uh, podcast, uh, we're, we're now in what session? I mean, podcast number two of uh, our season three. And uh, we did give a little bit of an introduction about how we want to do this going forward. We talked about being simple real and value as kind of our key concepts for a future podcast and how we break these things down and how we uh, really ground this and then what value this brings, right? And that's kind of our overall concept. So in podcast two, what we have uh, decided on, on covering is what is digital actually doing? Well, digital transformation is intended to bring a competitive advantage to businesses. And how do you gain that competitive advantages is is based on how you differentiate how maybe you have some sort of uh, uh, cost advantage or a unique unique play. Um, you know or maybe there's something else. I mean there could be many different reasons um, why you have that uh, that advantage and And so digital influences that, and so what we decided is, hey, let's kind of look at a business. And an enterprise and see what are those primary and, and secondary activities and businesses involved in what do we you know what are we talking about what what are these what are these um what is the value chain and where does digital play what's the impact of digital in this value chain and can we break this down right can yeah, we do simple real and value
1: yeah you know this is this is a good one i think this it, it provides a roadmap at the at the very uh, minimal. Um, it provides a roadmap on where, you know, a business is kind of can evaluate where they might be, um, you know, room for improvement. You know, where digital technologies can maybe improve things. How, uh, in reality, take a look on on how these primary activities are being effective from the overall business right so you know we talk about organizations that work in silos and different things like that so you could almost look at each of these primary activities whether it be you know you know, if we just quote from a Porter's value chain analysis you know the in, inbound logistics is, is basically how you bring in materials um, source things, store, distribute getting ready to be used in, in, in a certain way that your customers are going to use or your, your overall operations might consume that and, and trans, you know, transmit these goods into finished products that you will then trans, uh, transport them or, or give them off to you know, your customers which kind of fall into your outbound logistics in general cases and then how you market and sell to get more customers to go down this path and what, what necessary things are you going to be doing to service these customers moving forward so that mm-hmm. they stay within your ecosystem. So in a nutshell, that's a very basic model of how this would work from a, a value chain analysis. And I think, you know, when you think about each of those buckets, you know, we talk about what are we doing today that can be improved or how we can do this in the future, right? And there's a lot of examples. of How does that generate industry. a
0: competitive advantage, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. At the end of the day, you're trying to figure out, you know, you know can we… Reduce our costs so that we can price better. Can we speed up the delivery to be much more faster to customers? Um, and can we can we can we have a very high quality product that that doesn't require a lot of services or or, or vice versa, right? So it's 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 um, you know it really comes down to and if you really think about it, service quality and and um, and and. Uh, and, uh, speed and, you, of and you can
0: extend that, right, to, to further yeah. on the marketing and sales side of it. You know, do you have a differentiated channel? Do you have a better, more streamlined channel and access to, cha- you know, the market because you have a, a, a you know, a better strategy, right? Um, or when it comes down to services, I mean, it, you know, you hear about all kinds of as a service models, right? Is, are you offering y- your your product as a service? Maybe you all have a service, and maybe you're redefining that service model. So, so again, all of these elements play into how you are going to be, um, you know, getting yourself a competitive advantage in the marketplace, right?
1: Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, we're seeing a big shift in organizations trying to become more of a uh, a SaaS-driven company because it's it's the buzz. It's it's the it's the valuations that, that are given to organizations that can get there. But in reality, when you start looking at the primary activities, your go-to-market, how your customers, your channels of business, it's not as simple as saying, I want to turn on my business to be a SaaS business or generate a SaaS product or SaaS yeah. offering. You have to look at the whole line of, That's of a great how point, you yeah. do business. Because, you know, first, I'll give you an example. If you have a lot of, you know, you're selling product through different channels, a lot of just partners or, or uh, um, you know, not a direct sales model and you want to go to SaaS, I mean, how does that affect all your channel relationships? You can run into a conflict, right? Yeah. There's conflicts that can be driven, right? Yeah. So you have to really think about how this is going to work and 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 this is kind of why I think being grounded in, in, in how your primary activities are focused can really put a good um, um grounded in reality aspect is what we say how do you if you're going to make these changes what is really grounded in reality can we really get to this point is it possible do we want to spend one dollar knowing that we're going to fail in a year or two or do we want to spend one dollar to know that yeah we're going to be successful or
0: Or you spend a dollar in one of your primary activities that cost you
1: two dollars someplace else you see that also happen right yeah so so it's 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 a way to simplify and, and kind of Breakdown where each of these activities are happening, but in a way, it's all in unison, right? Yeah. So, and we talked about this, um, you know, um, the key common thread, if you start looking at some of the support activities within this value chain analysis, you see how the business is orchestrated, right? How it's organized, you know, how is your HR really, you know, handling the new, uh, the current, workforce and the workforce of the future how are we getting to you know evaluating this culture that we know needs to shift for uh from a status to a, a new status uh, or a new normal whatever we want to call it yeah and and that and how does technology play a role in that and this is kind of where we we see a lot of emphasis on the technology s- section but when you start to drill things down into each of the primary activities what we realize is that Data is the common thread the true the true common thread of how you can actually become more competitive and become more optimized agile and become much more of a organization that's data driven a data driven culture when we talk about that it's how do you inf- you know infiltrate each of these activities in your organization so where data is being Collected in a way that you can analyze that and understand how each of these primary activities are affecting each other, right? Because without that, I mean, it's very difficult to know what kind of digital initiatives in silo will affect every everything down the chain or back down the chain, right? Of the activities. So, and I think that's a really important concept. And I, I mean, I could even
0: argue that you know some of that even extends further beyond. The primary activities into secondary activities, right? I mean, you mentioned HR. I mean, um, HR today, I mean, relies on that, uh, you know, that sort of uh, data. And, you know, you and I went to uh, uh, a company that we probably cannot disclose at the moment, but um, we were told that, uh, hey, these tags that you have as a visitor, um, these badges are are actually tracking you everywhere in the building and on the campus to the exact location you are right whether you're next to a coffee machine or you're in the restroom right and uh they they went on to describe how every employee has that badge where they track uh, their interactions with with their coworkers. so you know i look at that and say well that is a hr play right they're looking to see what is the level of engagement your employees have and how are they engaging between departments? Is it collaborative? Is it not collaborative? Are they just in their own little world and building their
1: own things, right? Um, yeah. So I see that. But it's also and I, a safety play, right? It's a building safety play as safety well, play, right? Yeah. Like if yeah. something happens in emergency management, they pull up a dashboard and know that, hey, we still got 10 people in the building and we know where they are. Isn't that
0: also a privacy issue? But that's a different topic. That's a different topic. There. Every one of these technologies have that issue. <laughs> I think that's the topic for another day. But but you know I, I see you know in, in the other um, support activity is the financial and the legal systems today. I see our finance organizations have much better visibility into a, what is coming in terms of. Revenue, what costs are we going to get hit with? And, you know, what can I predict into the future? How far can I predict into the future? I mean, I would say, you know, 10, 20 years ago, I mean, there was less visibility into what was going to happen six months from now, right? So I I think every single activity has been impacted. But you're right. The most impacted are the primary activities, right? And the common thread that I see is going right through every one of these activities is that data pipe, right? Yeah.
1: And, and to be honest, um, you know, they are some of the more challenging initiatives. Trying to really fundamentally transform these primary activities is really changing the way you do things in, in a lot of ways. You know, A lot of people will focus on the support activities because they support the status quo. How do we make the status quo a little bit better? Yep. Right? So those are the subtle subtleties on those support activities, which technology plays a really big role in. So trying out new technologies to enhance to see if we can really ingrain this into a new um, direction of how we want to shift our behaviors and culture, right?
0: Yeah, the biggest challenge that I personally see uh, when, I, when I research, right, is, you know, at least uh, what I see out in the industries is there is a lot more um, heavy weightage on the front end. Hey, let's go sell more, right? Let's go sell more and we'll figure out everything else later right now i get that view right if that supports everything else in the business um i can also see activities where people spend an inordinate amount of time on the back end trying to fix something that may not have a positive impact on this competitive advantage that we talked about right where you know changing something on the back end on the procurement side uh, or on the you know inbound logistics side might improve maybe certain workflow but how does that improve the over, how does that, you know, really ripple into the next stage or next, you know, primary activity, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you could spend on one side too much time and effort and money and resources on things that may not matter to the rest of the activity and therefore don't see a broader value. Or you could just go front end, front end in this thing and and you could create all kinds of, Collisions in the system because you just simply can't support what the front end is driving, right?
1: Yeah, so what you, you'll see this very much um, in a finance and an accounting. And this is where you've seen a lot of, of behaviors driven from an accounting point of view, right? Um, for procurement to operations, reporting, accounting has been by far the biggest leader in transforming the behaviors of an organization. Now, you can argue. You can put an argument together that has it made the organization more efficient, more effective, more optimized. Yeah. It's a whole other question. But is that uh, driven by… You may by... have optimized your reporting on accounting. Yeah.
0: But who's dri- that's
1: the most important thing.
0: Who's driving that, though? Is it driven by Wall Street? Is that what you're saying? Is that report… Uh, it's
1: driven by the regulators. You have to Regulators report and, re- so yeah, and Wall Street. So yeah. it's, it's, it's a necessary… It's a necessary uh, report instruction it's got to be pretty accurate so with that being said that transformation is not like hey this is a nice to have it's a need to have so it's being forced down all these activities and and or uh, pieces of the business that create um, you know extra you know steps work to make sure that everything is lined up but it's necessary Accounting, and um, it's hard to argue with that because that's the way that the business can report and function. But is there better ways? I mean, that's that's the whole reason you would you would look at transforming each of these activities. And I think it comes down to that data pipe. Right? How do we capture that data much more cleanly so that
0: mm-hmm. our
1: businesses aren't driven to sometimes double, triple, quadruple report the same data through different mechanisms, whether it be Excel sheets or, or different CRM tools to different accounting tools to different, you name yeah.
0: it. I was going to say that the, if we were to describe the challenges, I think it's twofold. One, what you just described, right? We have siloed systems that are simply not sharing the data. We'd like to see this wonderful pipe that goes right across all the activities. And most companies, that just simply doesn't exist, right? Uh, but a- another challenge is simply organizational. Who is actually looking across the value chain, right, and really defining where digital plays? And traditionally, we look at IT as that play, And but, but then they are more of a, hey, hey, let me build you a playground for you guys to play in. Not necessarily, how am I going to help you create more value? How can I sell you better? How can I help you build better products? How can I get your you know, inbound logistics more effective and more efficient and get you things faster. But that isn't their focus, right? So who is looking at this and orchestrating across all of these different, you know, activities?
1: I think, you know, we we we've touched on that in the past a little bit, right? You know, you have a variety of C suites that are trying to do this, right? From a CIO to CDO to maybe even a CTO, uh or a C you know, chief strategy officer. But the end of the day it's really, you know, how do we have a good visibility of our business and make decisions on data that we have or don't have at mm-hmm. the moment to pivot, make adjustments, go after new markets, service our customers better, get better pricing on suppliers, focus on, you know, getting closer to customers, our next, you know, yeah. acquisition, all that ties into to that play. And the lack of clarity data information you start to rely on more feel like we have a good idea that this is where it's going to be versus a data-driven culture where you have data helping you make decisions that are grounded in reality so with that you know we will wrap that over uh, uh analysis of the uh the value chain um within the porters i think it's a good starting place i think uh We'll take a, a stab at each of these individual primary activities as well as uh, some of the selective support activities to give you guys a context, some examples and some, some, some key areas where, you know, a lot of uh, organizations and customers are focusing on. Maybe
0: we'll start with the, the first one, right? And just kind of start from the, the, the first primary activity on, kind of break things down a little bit and look at some of the technologies at play. And, and uh, you know, what do we say? Simple? Real? And value, right? Absolutely. All right. I think we should call it a wrap. But make sure to subscribe. We're on oh, Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Or uh, also visit uh, that's right digitaltwinpodcast.com. com.
1: That's right.
0: Right. Or so, uh, or subscribe to YouTube or Facebook or or any of your podcasting uh,
1: sites. Like I said, if you have any discussions or thoughts about your digital initiatives that would like to have a, a second pair of eyes to give you some perspective, reach out to us. We'd be more than happy to give you some clear direction, how to break some things down, maybe give you some um, uh, ideas of how to ground things in reality and, and, and make sure that it's, it's focusing on the real stuff. So, All right. Thank you, guys. Until next week. See ya.